York, New York, big city of dreams. I'm coming, coming, I'm coming straight out, out. New York, New York, big city of dreams. What's going on? It's Jailers from Nick of Time Show here to give you that Nick's talk just in the nick of time. And it's time to give you that Nick's talks with the man, the myth, the legend, the guy, the stats, and the facts. Ryan G is in the building. That's right, he's in the building. Just coming off flaming a YouTuber from last week's episode. I saw y'all enjoyed that a little bit too much. But tonight, <laughs> listen, we 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 gonna do something different. We just gonna record. This is the last minute decision. We're gonna record right now. Put it out for you next day. No graphics, just a little minimum, bare minimum, just to talk about this Russell Westbrook news. That's right. I know y'all want to talk about. It. I know y'all want to. The news has been. That the Knicks are looking into trading for Russell Westbrook. And, you know, we heard this news earlier in the week. And I really didn't think anything of it. I was just thinking, you know, rumors will be rumors. Because we, we're just, because we have cap space, the Knicks are connected to everybody. Right, Ryan? Connected to anybody who is everybody. So, I didn't Exactly. Think. But then the rumors started getting louder. And then it seems like other people who were more reputable started picking it up. And I went, uh oh. <laughs> <laughs> and then Jonathan Macri writes in his newsletter, according to multiple sources, the Knicks have discussed specifics a package that would bring the 2016 2017 NBA MVP to New York. But the sources indicate that none of the Knicks' key young pieces are on the table. So no RJ, no Mitch. And as far as you can tell, Kevin Knox and Franklin Lakeela aren't included either, or nor will they be. And hmm. neither are any of the Knicks' own draft picks. Hmm. Things that make you go, hmm. So if the deal was to go down, it would include, you know, the Dallas picks and not our own. Now, there's been a lot of debate on Nick's Twitter about, you know, should the Knicks get Westbrook if he is available? Some people will say, if the price is right, bring him here. How do you feel about that, Ryan? This is a topic where I've been going back and forth on, honestly, since I've heard the news, because... Anybody who knows me knows today in the NBA, Russell Westbrook is my favorite player. Like, that's my guy right there. And he's one of my favorite players, too. I mentioned that Exa on his program. Exactly. Exactly. And here's the thing. Like, I understand why the Knicks will go after this move because Tom Thibodeau is a win-now coach. He's not the type of coach to really want to, you know, develop young players and lose a bunch of games for, like, the first couple of seasons and then, you know, be patient and wait for the team to develop and start winning. Right. You know, if, if Thibodeau's here, he's going to want to win now. So this it makes sense that the Knicks are trying to move for a player that's going to help them win now. But here's my thing, though. Westbrook is a volatile player. He's, he's like a special type of player. He needs like a special type of pieces around him to make it work. If you look at the Knicks roster, the way it's currently constructed, like like one of the reasons why I thought Westbrook to Houston Rockets was a good move was because Houston Rockets have a bunch of shooters. Right. So it's like, you know, with Westbrook on the squad, you know, you're not 
asking a whole lot of Westbrook because you got Harden there and then you got then you know he's just surrounded by a bunch of shooters. You can just ask Westbrook to you know just you know handle the ball, you know drive to the lane, dish out the ball to open shooters. You know if you can finish at the rim, finish at the rim. You know it, it fit with the Rockets. It's mm-hmm. just that you know the Rockets, you know they just didn't have a good enough team to beat the Lakers in the playoffs. So now when you look at the Knicks, now it's like. Who are the shooters on the Knicks? The Knicks don't really have much shooting at the moment. So it's like if you bring in Westbrook with like RJ Barrett, Mitch, Frank Knox, etc. Like I feel like as if it's like oil and oil and water. Like because you're going to have Russ on the floor. He's not a threat from three because he's he's a bad shooter from three. And then you're going to have what RJ on the floor as well, where teams not really looking to you know, got RJ at the three either because RJ hasn't proven himself to be a great three-point shooter yet. Then, you know, Frank is a, Frank is another guy where Frank's three-point shooting, get, you know, it needs to get consistent, but it's not consistent yet. So, you know, it's like you look at the next place, like who's going to take the attention off of Westbrook really? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. For Westbrook to really to, for Westbrook to really have the space to operate and things like that. So one of, if the Knicks had a roster where the Knicks had a bunch of shooters and it was going and it was just open space, I'd be all for Westbrook. I'd be like, oh hell yeah, bring in Westbrook and then have him just run the show, and just you know dish out to the open shooters and things like that. But the way the Knicks roster is constructed right now, I'm like, I I I cannot see how it's gonna work. Like, will he bring more wins to the Knicks? Yeah, Westbrook is a great player, but long term. Like, I, I don't know. I, I can't see it. I, I agree with you there, Ryan. And to expound on that, you know, it's like, of course, if we bring Russell Westbrook here, Julius Randle and other pieces might be, you know, involved in that trade. So we possibly will add some shooters. But the fact remains that our main pieces, the ones we do not want included in the trade, are not shooters. So yeah. they will not benefit. Mainly RJ. My, or mainly RJ will not benefit. Because you, you would think that still knocks. You would still think, think Knox and Franklin Keenan won't be starting with, with Russ, Russ, but there will be more coming off the bench, right? That's one. The only one who really, to me, might benefit from Russell Westbrook might be Mitch Robinson. Yeah, Mitch, yeah. <laughs> Everybody else, it might be a little funky thing. And also, when you think about what happened last year with, you know, Julius Randle and, and Marcus Morris, RJ never really got to see the ball, you know? So he was frustrated a lot last season because you know he, he was he's passed over when he was right open right now i've been listening to some some uh, commentators talking about the importance of having a winner on the squad and how you know russ is going to hold people accountable and he's going to scream on people and he's going to tell them people to get in your place and da 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 and i i do get that it just seems like this other parts of his game and just and just the money itself that can kind of hinder some of the good things that he brings to the table. The the argument is right now that RJ can learn from watching Russell Westbrook and his because you know he has the work ethic and 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 he has to drive. And I get that, but he needs to touch the ball at some point. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't I think there's more than one way to skin a cat too. Like I don't think you need to necessarily have a super all-star guard here to show young Nick's work ethic and what to do. 
Like I get that theory. It helps if that's possible, but that's not always the formula. And I know Alan Hahn was saying that on 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 uh, Sweeney's show. Shout out to you guys. But he he his thing was saying if you have a guy like Russ screaming at these guys that um, and taking the pressure of RJ to score that it's going to bring them along even better and that the losing is not really good for the young franchise because it's going to get to their mind and then they're going to implode. Me personally, I don't think RJ is made that weak. I don't think he has that mindset where he's going to implode. I feel like he'll adjust. And if we get more, if we get more vets that complement his game more, then, you know, he eventually elevate and not, and, and to be real too, not every superstar, all-star, had an all-star teaching them. If you if you listen to some pods or even look at the Golden State Warriors or you look at even look at the Supersonics where Russell Russell and Kevin Durant was. They started off being a 20-win team. They sucked for years when they were Supersonics before they even turned to the to the Thunder. Uh they had solid vets there showing them the ropes, but it's not they didn't have people taking the pressure off them. No, the pressure was on them. So I don't necessarily think you need to have an all-star player to take the pressure off you. I feel like if we have the right coaching staff and the right vets to show you work ethic, work habits, you can still get there. Keep your touches because I want RJ and those guys to get touches and still, you know, be good and go to that next level and grow into the role. So, yeah. Now, even today, with as good as Russ is now, um, it seems like, the Rockets are having a problem trying to move him. And he's got averaged 27 points a game last season. That should be easy to move a guy like that. But the size of his contract is just too hefty at, you know, $47 million a year. And if it's hard to move him now, imagine that third year, like when we realize we've hit a wall and his athleticism is even more on a, on a decline and we're trying to move him and get RJ or and Mitch uh, some help. And they're screaming at us like, what can we do? Like, we might have to end up attaching the asset to get rid of Russ at that point, which is crazy to think. You know what I mean? So that's something to think about. That's not that's a lot of money. That's a lot of money for a guy who doesn't fit perfectly with our team, who's only good to just show people how to work. And that's it. I think we could find another player who can show people a work ethic for a lot cheaper than 47 mil. That's my, you know, that's my biggest argument for not to have Russ. Um, now, this, this, the Chris Paul thing, if Chris Paul happens to shake out, I'm on for it. I'm on for it. If it's, if the deal for Chris Paul is kind of what I mentioned before, where, um, you know, not using our own picks, we're keeping our young guys, maybe knock some on the fence about, I flip-flop on that. Um, mm-hmm. especially I heard Alan Hahn talking about how, uh, NBA players used to pick on Knox last season because of oh, his defense man. and it was calling him out and he was like a deer in headlights and that had a lot to do with why he was playing so bad last mm-hmm. season. And I'm not going to lie. It made me, it made me like shake my head. It's like, come on, Knox, man, get it together. Like, yeah, I, I need you to be tough. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know. I still feel like we can get it done at the end of the day without an all-star player like Russ tying our Mm -hmm. books down. Yeah. The only thing I got to add is that, like, 
Yeah, I do understand what you're saying about the OKC situation where, you know, Durant, Russ, you know, guys like that, they didn't really have, you know, like that all-star player to be around that, you know, to show them how to, you know, work hard and, you know, what it takes to be a professional, things like that. But at the same time, though, like the reason why it worked out is because Durant and Russ, because special players, like they ended up being, you know, right those, those once-in-a-lifetime players that come along and, they just have all the tools to be great. You know, like the Knicks, the Knicks haven't been lucky enough yet where they draft a player and it's like, this player's really special. You know what I'm saying? Of course. So, of course. From that from that standpoint, it's like, you know, maybe the Knicks do need that extra, you know, oomph maybe. Right. You know, from, from an all-star player, but like, but like, you know, from the same, from the same standpoint, it's like, you, you want that, you want the right all-star play, you know what I mean? If you're gonna really add it to the Knicks roster, if you want the young guys to grow, I get you know it. What I mean, I get it. I get that too. But it's like, how do you know what they special if you, <laughs> if you don't let them touch the ball? <laughs> like they were losing for the first few years. They had twenty what, twenty losses, forty. Like they didn't make the playoffs for the first few years. Yeah. For first year, Russell averaged fifteen points a game, sixteen points a game. That's mm-hmm. what. That's what RD's averaging now. That is true. So, so, you know what I mean? So, and he, they played him, they played through it. You're looking at John Morant, like I'm saying, John Morant is a special player. He made it. Yeah. He's on the bubble. He's a special player. But I don't think that's the only blue, I don't think the only blueprint is getting an all-star player here. Now, if you can, and it, if you can get an all-star player here, that's a plus. If you can, and it fits the style of play of the pieces around them, to me, that's more ideal, and that's why Chris Paul makes more sense than anything. Yeah, but I'm I'm just I'm just not on the Russell the Russell as much as I like it for the Scorpio November yes. 12th birthday <laughs> day after mine. Shout out to you! I love the guy. This is MVP assist dog mental. I love that. But yeah. they, everybody's gonna be clogging the paint. RJ's gonna be clapping his hands in the corner trying to get the ball. It's gonna be more. <laughs> let let RJ. Let RJ run, man. Let him run. And if if you can, I understand getting somebody else to take the pressure off from scoring, but mm-hmm. it needs to be a little bit of a balance. Like Russ has one of the highest usage rates in the NBA. Let somebody yeah, else yeah, he try. Does. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, rough. Russ averages over twenty shots a game, so I mean, that's gonna be less shots going around for everybody else. So exactly, exactly. Now, I also heard heard a theory that the Knicks might be using. The uh, the Russell Westbrook situation to kind of like uh, drive down the press for Chris Paul, the price for Chris Paul. Now, if that's the case, I'm liking it. I'm like I'm liking the new psychological games that you're playing. I hope that's I hope that's the case. I really do. New York, New York, big city of dreams. I'm coming, coming, I'm coming straight out. New York, New York, big city of dreams. 